Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 748, for Saturday, January 8th, 2022. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Down 2 to 20, Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 16,058 views. That is a gain of 1,700 or 12%, and yet it loses two positions. That's because, as a number 20 game, it has almost 3,000 views more than last week's number 20, and the most views for a number 20 since November 3rd of 2018, over three years ago. That number 20 was Western Legends, with only a few more views, 16,111. Repeating at number 19, Nemesis, by Adam Kwapinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel with 16,727. 669, more than Scythe, a gain of 21%. And this is a recurring theme. Uh, the only, let's see, we only have two games that lost views from last week. So that's a 9 to 1 ratio on gainers over losers. And this is fairly common the beginning of the year. We see not only an overall surge on the site, but we also see um, the evergreen titles are the ones that tend to pick up a lot of that surge. Down 2 to 18, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games with 17,000. 437, 710 more than Nemesis, a gain of 17%. Brass has been oscillating between 18 and 16. It spent three weeks at number 18, then 16, then 18, then 16, now 18 again. I predict next week it'll be 16. Down 3 to 17, Obsession, by Dan Halligan, published by Cayenta Games, with 20,036. 2,600 more than Brass, and a gain of 17%. So the fact that we have the number 17 game over 20,000 views is a powerful indication that we've got a rising tide lifting all ships going on here. Also down 3 to 16, Cascadia by Randy Flynn, published by Flat Out Games, with 20,219, 183 more than Obsession, a gain of 11%. That's on the lower end of gains in this portion of the list. Repeating at number 15, Root, by Cole Whirley, published by Leader Games, with 20,488, 269 more than Cascadia, a gain of 24%. It's the largest gain we've had so far. And you'll notice none of these games have added position. Uh, many of them have lost. Root manages to hold still with 24% gain. Re-entering at number 14, The Great Wall by Kamil Siesla, Robert Plesevich, and Lukasz Vladarczyk, published by Awaken Realms with 20,753. 265 more than Root. After two weeks at number 11, down 2 to 13, Marvel Champions, by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, 
published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 21,718, almost a thousand, more than the Great Wall, and a gain of 7%. The gap between uh, 14 and 17 was only about 700, and now we have a gap of a thousand here, and uh, about 1,300 up to number 12, repeating there, Everdell, by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 23,072. That's a gain of 20%. Ending a 15-week run back in the top 10, down 2 to 11, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 23,979. 907 more than Everdell, and a gain of 7%, but it dips out of the top 10. During that 15-week run back in there, it twice peaked at number 4. As we enter the top 10, we only have one, and that one game falling out is Arkham Horror at number 11. The biggest dropper of the week in its second week in the top 10 falls from 3 to 10, Radlands by Daniel Piechnik, published by Roxley Games with 24,521, 542 more than Arkham Horror, a decline of 17%. By far the largest decline we have within the top 20 as well. It is, however, almost 3,000 views more than last week's number 10. That's actually 2,983. And for reference, the number 20 game, Scythe, was 2,979, more than last week's number 20. But that mark of 24,500 is the most views for a number 10 since January 27th of 2018, nearly four years ago. That number 10 was Charterstone, which had over 27,000. And actually, we're getting there into the peak period um, of page views on BoardGameGeek. And I don't know whether there was just a lot of traffic to the site there in late 2017 or whether they did something with the way they were charting, the way they were marking down page views and they made an adjustment there. But I have an ongoing list that I made at the time for the top 10 uh, for each position, the most views for that position. And of those top 10, like eight of them fell in that two-month time frame from November 1st, 2017 to January 6th, 2018. It was just like crazy. I mean, crazy numbers. Like we have, uh, for example, we had a number five in November 1st that had over 50,000 views. I mean, it was just ridiculous. This was peak Gloomhaven, of course, among other things. So this top 10, this number 10 uh, from from January 27th was shortly after that all-time peak. The all-time peak for the number 10 game is 31,479. And Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, notched that back on December 6th of 2017. Down one this week to nine, Wingspan by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games with 25,353, 
832 more than Radlands, a gain of 6.5%. Also down 1 to 8, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 25,489, 136 more than Wingspan, and a gain of 6.2%. The gain that pushed down those two climbs from 10 to 7, one of only a very few climbers on this list. In fact, week over week, only two games within the top 20 climbed from last week. This is the first of those two, although we also had two new entries, and that's what pushed down, uh, caused a lot of the other games to lose a couple positions. But going from 10 to 7, Spirit Island by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games with 25,785. 296 more than Gloomhaven and a gain of 20%. Notice that Gloomhaven and Wingspan had gains of only 6%. That's why we see the little shuffling here. Repeating at number 6 for the third week in a row, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 26,581. About 800 more than Spirit Island, and a gain of 8.7%. This is the 220th week in the top 10 for Terraforming Mars, only the second game ever to hit that mark. Gloomhaven reached 220 weeks back on February 6th of last year, almost about 11 months ago, which was actually the same week that Terraforming Mars hit 210. So Terraforming Mars is needed nearly a year to tack on 10 additional weeks in the top 10. Uh, Meanwhile, Gloomhaven is this week at number 236. So in the past 11 months, it has only added 16 weeks in the top 10. Down 1 to 5, Sleeping Gods by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 26,972. 391 more than Terraforming Mars, and a decline of 2.1%. There's our other game, along with Radlands, that had a decline in views in the top 10. This is the 20th week in the top 10 for Sleeping Gods, making it the 42nd game to reach that milestone. Down two positions to four, Dune, Imperium, by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 32,781, 5,800 more than Sleeping Gods, and a gain of 9%, but it loses two positions. So the gap there between 4 and 5 is almost 6,000. It's roughly the same gap between number 5 and, uh, I guess it's more like 7,000, down to uh, number 17. Uh, but about 6,000 down to 13. So quite a quite a bunching as usual. We've been seeing that the last several weeks, that bunching within the top 10. Uh, only 2,000 separating uh, 5 from 10. By falling to number 4, Dune Imperium ends a 10-week run in the top 3, which actually included 3 weeks at number 1. After 2 weeks at number 5, stepping up to number 3, So the other of our two upward movers, week over week, within the top 20, Lost Ruins of Arnak, by Min and Elvin, published by Czech Games Edition, 
with 34,909. 2,100 more than Dune and a gain of 41%. It's also our largest percentage gain within the top 10 by quite a bit. Second most was 24% for Root down at number 15. Our sole new entry is at number 2, debuting there, Townsfolk Tussle by Rachel Rusk, Tony Meyer, and Stephen Lewis, published by Panic Roll with 35,786. About 900 is all, more than Lost Ruins of Arnak. The Board Game Geek blurb for Townsfolk Tussle is, quote, In a vintage cartoon universe, work together to defend your town from pesky ruffians. Ruffians is capitalized, so those are the bosses in this, quote, co-op boss battler, unquote. And it has miniatures, of course. But repeating at number one for the fourth consecutive week, Arc Nova by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games with 56,044 views, 20,000 clear of Townsfolk Tussle, and a gain of 7.1% as it claws back most of what it gave up last week when it had a loss of 7.1%. That means that we have now seen Arc Nova notch four weeks over 50,000 views. The last time that happened, you have to go back. Last week, remember, we talked about a game with three weeks over 50,000 being Tainted Grail in December of 2019. For four weeks over, you have to go back earlier into the fall of 2019 when Tapestry stitched together four weeks at number one, each of them over 50,000 views. In fact, over 55,000. In fact, one of those weeks was over 100,000 views. That was the last time we had a game notch over 100,000 views in a week. Tapestry, September 14th, 2019. Those four weeks for Tapestry were part of a nine-week run at the top that also included two other non-consecutive weeks with 50,000 views or more. Uh, so if we're going to, if Arc Nova manages a fifth week over 50,000 views, we're going to have to go back quite a bit further to, to find another game that had quite an impressive and powerful run at the top. But we'll see whether it can pull that off come next week. For Saturday, January 8th, 2022.